Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monique Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, I'm Monica Marquez, your host for today's episode. You've probably been asked the rhetorical question, is the glass half full or half empty? And based on your answer, you're assessed as either an optimist or a pessimist, revealing your level of happiness. Well, in this episode, Silvia Garcia, former international marketing director and president of Happiness Institute of Coca-Cola, challenges us that both answers are wrong. The glass is refillable, and anyone can refill their own glass if they focus on the eight pillars that science attributes to happiness. As the former president of the Happiness Institute at Coca-Cola, Sylvia has studied how positive and negative emotions influence consumer and employees' decisions. Using the first scientific index of happiness at work, Sylvia proves the impact of increasing employees' happiness at work on business results. She is one of the top worldwide leaders on happiness at work and is invited every year by the United Nations to discuss the state of happiness in the world. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes and links to all the resources referenced in this episode, including the best way to get in touch with Sylvia. Welcome, Sylvia. Thank you so much for joining us on the Beyond Barriers podcast. We are thrilled to have you. I am fascinated by your background and your expertise in happiness. I mean, ha- that even just talking about it makes me happy. So without further ado, let's dive in and share your journey of um, you know who Sylvia is, how you started focusing on the area of happiness, and how you aligned your career to really leverage that. Thanks so much. It's a really a pleasure to be with you and all the audience today. Um, so thanks for that question about my journey. Um, so first of all, I was not a believer in happiness at all at the beginning. I was, <laughs> oh, I was trained from you know a young age to rely always on what you can see and touch and prove and uh, you know be hard, do the numbers, be tough. Because I was a woman and uh, I was going to enter a um, um, world of men. So I was not at all on the happiness side. <laughs> I was trying to um, prove to the world that I was, you know, a professional and, and in my mind that w- went along with being serious and, uh-huh. and tough probably. So I was uh, far away from, from the happiness world uh, until you know, I started to work in marketing and marketing little by little approached me from knowing consumers, you know, why people do what they do, why people fall in love with brands or with others, why people are stick to using same things or not, how do they make decisions? And little by little, I started to um, know a little bit more about why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And if you start knowing what we do, what we do, you end up knowing that we do what we do or we take decisions because we think that those decisions are going to make us happier. Mm-hmm. So 
started to think, well, there's something that happiness seems to be important in people's life, although I'm trying not to open <laughs> my, my mind and my heart to happiness. And curiously, when I was in this process of thinking, you know, hmm, this seems to be important, but I don't really want to know much about it. Um, I was working for the Coca-Cola company in Spain and uh, the president of Coca-Cola Spain um, had a vision that Coca-Cola was a brand about happiness, joy coming together. And he said, what if we created a hub of knowledge about happiness and you know, we could uh, reach out to all the researchers and know really profoundly what researchers have found about happiness. And that blew my mind. I said, wow, there yeah. are researchers about happiness. It's a serious matter. Oh, my, I want to get into that. <laughs> if this is serious. If there's research behind it, if um, they have learned what it is, how we can um, do things to be happier, um, I want to know then about it. Then, then it's serious. So I am entitled to learn about it. And I was really, really honored to um, be given that project to be named uh, director of the Happiness Institute of Coca-Cola. Wow. And for many years, that allowed me to learn from experts in many, many sciences how um, you can do things to be happier, mm -hmm. to be a leader that's positive, to make decisions that are you know, just decisions that are, um, are going to make you happy, everybody happy, and they're going to get better results in companies. So it was all like every piece was fitting and I could uh -huh. finally <laughs> work in happiness, being serious and proven and scientific and you know, giving people tips that really work. So that's my journey. That is a fantastic journey. And I think that was such a um, profound vision that you mentioned that the, the Spain, you know, CEO had about happiness and how that could create a movement in a sense, right? Um, and then what a privilege for you to be able to give that, you know, the role of like leading this, this movement of around happiness. So tell me a little, you know, you get this big role. And it's about, you know, learning about happiness and sharing that story with, you know, with um, people. Um, did you have any fears or limiting beliefs? Like, how am I going to do this? Um, and how did you get past that? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> yes, yes. Because um, the first thing is that um, you're given a, um, you know, you're given a project, uh, you're passionate about it, you say, this is fantastic, this is what I want to do, I want to share with the world um, how, what it takes to be happier, how can you do it, and then you reach out to these very well-known uh, researchers that have written a lot of books are on TV all the time. Martin Selig, Mantal Ben Shahar, people in the happiness world are uh, very well-known. We reach out to them, you learn from them, and then you're supposed to tell people their learnings and who are you <laughs> <laughs> to be giving tips to others um, compared to, you know, these people you look up. So, yeah, I had a, a lot of um, time and years um, feeling that I was not the right person or entitled to do so. Mm -hmm. But you have, to, you have to know that why not you mm -hmm. and that um, maybe people you're going to talk to know even less than you know. Than you uh -huh. know. <laughs> so why not you? And um, I think women in general, we 
get um, very well prepared before we do anything. We always yeah. have that fear that it's not enough, right. that we need to do more. But if I look around me and if I look at my own experience, before I gave any speech, I really prepared it. I really went out to all the researchers, read the papers, read the books, prepared hours and hours for every one hour speech that I gave. And still mm -hmm. I give lots of speeches. At least I think I prepare it for 20, 30 hours mm -hmm. of preparation. So, <laughs> yes, you have that feeling, uh, but you have to live with it. It's not going to disappear, at least in my case. I still right. have it. So you just need to, you know, live with it and think, you know, I can live with it. Although I think it's not enough, it is enough. <laughs> so, right. So it's just that. do it. I love that. The, the preparation, knowing that you've prepared, you have, you know, you are ready and knowing that it's enough, like you have prepared and it's that evidence that you've had that, you know, over the course of the years for every presentation, every hour long speech, you've been prepared and you've done it. And I think it's a little, it's, it's healthy. I think sometimes that little bit of fear, that anxiety, because it keeps you on your toes. Um, so we talk a little bit about, and you, you've, you know, studied this idea of happiness. What are the keys to happiness? Cause I feel like we work with lots of women on the keys to success, but I really do feel that the keys to happiness are very, probably very much aligned and work parallel with the, the keys to, to success. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure that, you know, if you get, uh, if you prepare with the keys of success and the keys of happiness, uh, they um, help each other. In fact, you know, when you look at uh, researchers, look at people, um, they see that happiness and success go hand in hand. Mm. And it's usually, you people might think, well, yes, of course, when you're successful, you're happy. But it looks from research that people taking the skills of happiness and, you know, enjoying the path to success end up being successful and happy. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can find many people that learned only to be successful and they ended up successful but not happy. But it's, you know, it's weird that you find happy people that became successful and lost that happiness. It right. looks like happiness helps success also. And um, what we teach people positive leadership, how to be a leader that creates happiness for you for the others mm -hmm. and bring success. Uh, it seems that um, probably some of the tips are very similar. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, success and happiness go along and can go along. For some mm -hmm. people trained in that, you know, old idea that success is uh, something you get on your own, is solitary, you have to be tough, and a surprise of success is being on your bubble all alone. <laughs> Well, <laughs> those end up probably very unhappy, but no, happiness and success can go alone and should go alone. And you should be happy, successful, and create happiness and success all around you as well. Right. So, making it. So, you asked me about the tips. Yes. So, some of the tips um, for um, happiness, you know, some are very, very easy, like treat you well. First of all, uh, be kind to yourself. As you said, mm -hmm. it is normal to fear or to, to 
be stressed in some situations. It's not that you are not capable. It's not that you're not enough. Mm-hmm. It's that it's normal because you care about what you're doing. If you're stressed and if you fear not to be enough, it's because you care about the audience, about uh, the, the client. You want to deliver the best. And that's why you fear not to be as good as you know uh, you, you hope to be. Mm-hmm. But it's just that that um, stress because you care very much. Mm -hmm. So you should not fear that stress. You should take it as um, a a voice that is telling you, this is important to you. Mm -hmm. Now, girl, go there (laughs) and prepare it very well and do your best. And that's enough. Right. So be kind to yourself. Uh, That's one of the things um, that uh, our tips for, for being happy and also allow yourself to be unhappy also. So being tips to be happier is not to be searching to be happy all the mm-hmm. time. Happier means doing things to improve, mm-hmm. but you should not expect life to be perfect mm-hmm. and uh, a life to be uh, continuous of happy moments all the time because that's that's not life. <laughs> life right. are challenges and what we know right now, lots of challenges that you don't ex- didn't expect, mm-hmm. uh, lots of things thrown up to you. And you know, just thinking, okay, it's okay not to be well, not mm-hmm. to be happy at times. Um, recognizing that you're not feeling well is the first step to them be able to feel well because mm-hmm. Going to our researchers, uh, you know that what I learned from them is that in our brain we use the same path, the same you know connections for the negative emotions and for for the positive emotions. Mm -hmm. So when people try not to feel bad, when they try to avoid the bad feelings, the bad um, bad thoughts, um, they shut down that channel, Mm -hmm. and it's the same channel that the one that brings you happiness and good emotions. So when you really are close to, you know, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to think about that. Then you are closing the path also to feeling well. So when you feel bad, you feel bad and that's human. And we all have those moments. Mm -hmm. Then acknowledge it, reach out to someone. That's the third um, advice that I would say Mm -hmm. um, to, to others is that happiness is always a matter of, more than one person. Mm-hmm. So when you feel bad or when you feel good, sharing it is going to make you feel better. And others, you know, or if others can help you or if, if they can share your happiness, it's going to make them happier mm-hmm. as well. So share it. Whereas the, the, how you feel, you always, you know, um, you should always try to have a couple of people you can count on and care and uh, devote some time to um, nourish those relationships because mm-hmm. there's a study made by at Harvard University, the longest study on happiness, and they've had in that study various presidents of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, they have had people who were poor and became rich, people mm-hmm. who were rich and became poor. Any, you know, it's more than 70 or 80 years. And the most common uh, point of the happiest mm-hmm. in that study is that they can always count on a 
couple of friends um, mm. to tell the good and the bad. So when you know that people, you can tell them what you're not good and they're going to help you. That's mm -hmm. very important. But also people that will be glad for you when things go good. You know, there are some right. people that only want to hear about you when <laughs> things go wrong. Yeah. Those are not that they good, not, no, no good friends. Right. <laughs> people who care about you enough uh, to help you if things go wrong and to be really celebrating when things go right for you, when you're happy. So those are three very general tips. Mm -hmm. Then we help um, companies or, or people to um, work on every ingredient of happiness, mm -hmm. happiness in general, or happiness at work. There are eight pillars or eight components that um, source by, by what science, science and scientists have found mm -hmm. contribute to, to happiness. And, you know, I'll just name them very briefly. Yes, I'm going to take notes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So first, you know, in your life in general, try to find a little bit of a healthy balance and engagement. So we, I know you have many, many women in, you know, listening to us. So women, especially, we tend to be over-engaged we mm -hmm. we tend to be very hard workers and we give to give ourselves 100% in three or four fields so that we've ended up being 400% <laughs> involved in families and and children and uh, companies or organizations fitness you know we try right. to do everything um, having a kind of a healthy balance in your life is pretty important okay. so um as you said about the stress, don't over um, worry about stress. Stress somehow means that you care about things, mm -hmm. um, but being stressed all the time is not good. So try to recover, try some little moments to recover. And uh, Talbot Shaha, which is an expert in on happiness that um, gave some classes in Harvard, uh, found that even just breathing mm. profoundly was even once a day uh -huh. <laughs> can make a big difference. So just find even breathing, sometimes really good breath uh -huh. can help. So that's the first. Um, another one is cultivate your autonomy. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, that's very important. Um, even for women working um, on um, you know, middle, mm -hmm. in the middle, um, they usually have a lot of requests and they feel that they have to fulfill that and they, they feel sometimes less autonomy to really pursue, do what they should be doing, etc. Mm -hmm. So try to cultivate your autonomy. Mm -hmm. Talk to your boss if you can to say, you know, I would like to do things this way. That mm -hmm. gives you a sense of control and autonomy. So yeah. try to cultivate autonomy in the areas that you can. Mm -hmm. That's the second, because when you we we crave for autonomy as human mm -hmm. beings, so we need to find it some way, somehow. So mm -hmm. find some kind of autonomy. Then find purpose in what you do. Yes. That's um amazing when you can find your purpose in life and you can do something aligned to it, that's amazing. So um, ask if you don't have a purpose yet, ask around you, those who know you, well, why, uh, why do you like me? Why are we friends? What do you like about me? Mm. Usually when they tell you, well, you're someone we can always rely or I can always rely on you or you give me really good advice or you know, they will tell you something very profound about you. Mm -hmm. That's kind of your purpose in life, you know. Okay. And I if you think that, about yeah. you and 
your purpose, you probably find that you've you've been always um, someone that people could count on. You've been a good connector with people. You've been good in giving advice, and you end up giving advice to so many women. Mm-hmm. Um, similar in, in my case, so. If you don't know your purpose, ask others. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't really have a purpose, at least find what you are good at and mm-hmm. try to use it at work. You know, okay. your skills, your things that really make you you who you are. Try to use them at your work. That's very similar uh, in terms of being satisfied with a purposeful job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the third one. Then another one is try to have a little bit of pleasure. You know, allow yourself some little pleasures in life. Mm-hmm. Yes, some. <laughs> very easy, that one. Um, then the next one would be um, find recognition, mm-hmm. not only external, but also when we said be kind to yourself, also recognize the things you do good. We're very tough with ourselves. We judge ourselves you know, mm-hmm. with a very, very high standards. Um, been, try to be kind, recognize what you're good at, and also search you know, others to tell you what you're good at and how you can improve. You know, people who tell you kindly uh, the things you could be improving. So mm-hmm. if you have a mentor, that's fantastic. Everyone should have a mentor, especially women should have yes. a mentor. <laughs> so um, yeah, ask your mentor what you do good and how you could get even better. Uh, then um, try to have, um, you know, Great, good, great experiences uh, around you. At least every day, try to end up the day doing something good um, for you, something that feels good. Uh, Daniel Kahneman, who was a mm-hmm. Nobel Prize, um, won the Nobel Prize with a um, study that um, showed that the last experience that you have in your day with someone is going to be the one that is going to uh, create a memory uh, positive or negative in your mind. Even if you have had a, a bad day, mm-hmm. try to finish it with a good thing. Whatever you know is good for you. It can be meditation or yoga or relaxing or reading. Whatever is good for you, try mm-hmm. to end up wrap the day with something good because that is going to leave a memory that compensates the bad a little uh-huh. bit and makes you more relaxed and, and satisfied. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost finishing the social support. So get, you know, um, get social, meaning your friends, get um, a network uh, Mm -hmm. to help you at work, uh, connect with others. Um, That's very important, the the support that we get from Mm -hmm. others. And finally, um, keep growing, you know, keep growing all all your life. You You can't stop. Uh, we need to learn and grow. So keep keep learning and growing. That's part of um, being satisfied and feeling that this is worth it. We need challenges, and we need to. When we overcome a challenge, we learn something, mm-hmm. and then we feel that you know we can recognize ourselves. What this yeah. can recognize, you know, it's all linked. So find challenges. Uh, and, and learn from them and grow. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. 
you'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age. So you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. And that's all. That is, <laughs> you do that? Yeah, I'm so excited. You know, this, there are so many of these that resonated with me and it's very much aligned with what we also, you know, coach a lot of our mid-career women uh, about. And what really resonated with me is finding recognition and celebrating your accomplishments and celebrating yourself. Um, because I think that's one of the one things that women tend to shy away from quite a bit is that art of self-promotion um, and not getting the acknowledgement or the validation that they're doing a good job. So I would love just to hear from you personally. Um, how do you celebrate yourself? How do you find that recognition for yourself? Well, I, um, like many, I still need to share it with someone that tells me, yes, you should, Rick. <laughs> you should. Uh-huh. <laughs> still doubt, like, was it really good? Um, you know, did I did that speech really, really well? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I still ask for permission sometimes to recognize myself, but I try to um, write down uh, mm. what I did good. I mm-hmm. try after I do something, I try to write down a couple of things I I think I really did well. I think mm-hmm. I can really be satisfied on this, or at least if the outcome was not as I expected, at least I can say, well, I did this, pre- I mean, I prepared it really well, or this or that. So I, I try to write it down a little bit because it's as if, as if you were writing a letter for someone else, as if you were talking to someone else, sometimes like getting that distance with yourself, thinking if it was not me, if I was you know, <laughs> talking about someone else, uh-huh. you're so hard with yourself sometimes that, okay, if it was not me, what would that person say about what I just said? So yeah. that's how I try to. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of, um, I heard someone recently say, talk about yourself like you were your best friend. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Yes. So like you're yeah. saying, how would you talk about yourself if, if you were telling somebody else, you know? Exactly. Or if you did a really, really, really a fan, usually your mother. So if it was your mother. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other that um, other point that you made was that, you know, just that uh, social support and network, but then also, like you said, having, having those people in your network who are going to be your cheerleaders. Um, how do you develop those relationships? How have you in the past developed a network of people around you? Well, I would say my case, and maybe that's the case of, of some of the listeners, I needed to dare to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I waited you know, for, I lost a lot of years just thinking someone is going to realize that I did a good job. Someone is going, because I did mm-hmm. a good job, I made this launch in marketing, it was a success, and I'm just going to sit down and, and wait that celebration, like people come <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> and it, it was not happening. So um, you have to be brave and ask for help. Ask mm-hmm. someone, um, really, I need, I need someone like you with experience uh, to tell me 
uh, help me navigate, tell me what I should do. I would like to do this and that, and I don't know how to get there. Mm -hmm. Could you help me? Could you tell me what I'm doing right, what I should change? Uh, so you really need to dare to ask someone to mentor you or to tell you, you know, how to navigate things. And in my case, I, I, um, I was very uh, lucky uh, that my husband told me, dare, dare to ask the person you think is right. And I really went very, you know, up in Coca-Cola at the time mm -hmm. uh, to reach out to someone in the United States, um, you know, very in the top and tell her, I have this project and I am passionate about it. I think it would make sense uh, to have it globally from Spain to the whole world. Mm -hmm. uh, but I don't know how you do that in a company such, you know, so big. Um, yes. And uh, she saw that uh, I was passionate about it, that I cared, that I had been preparing it, and it was very, you know, it, it could be really something good for the company. And she helped me go to Atlanta and become a global director for the Happiness Institute. Wow. But, it, yeah, it was like, oh, do, should I, you know, how am I going to to make this woman lose time with me? You know, who am I? So... <laughs> Getting past all that. So I think that's so profound of dare to ask and dare guess all those like seeds of doubt and like, who am I to go ask for her time? But yeah. you brave and you dared to ask and then look what came of it, right? The opportunity exactly. presented itself. That's amazing. Yeah. The, the worst thing that you can get is, no, I'm sorry, I cannot help you. I don't have time. Then you're the same that you were before. Yes. You haven't lost anything. And magically, that person can help you. And I'm sure that... It happens more, uh, you know, more times that people want to help you mm -hmm. than they say no, I'm sure. Yes. So one of the other points you made, um, number six, was end with a great experience in your day, no matter what. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was, you know, want to just pick your brain a little bit on tips that you can share on overcoming failures and setbacks. So, you know, when we have that failure, that setback, and we get down and we're unhappy, um, leveraging your point of end with a great experience, what does Sylvia do in those moments? <laughs> <laughs> Probably like, like anybody else, I, I, mean, I go through frustration, feeling guilty. What did I do wrong? Like, uh -huh. You go through all that and you have to go through all that until you reach the button and uh -huh. <laughs> you go up. Uh -huh. But go as quickly as possible through all that. So write it down, tell it to someone that quick the quicker you go through the bad stuff so uh -huh. the bad you know okay what i did wrong why did this happen to me the normal stuff we all tell ourselves go quickly through that we need uh -huh. to go through that but then okay look at it and say what did i learn no what did i do wrong because we do things wrong so what did i do wrong how can i use that not to do that again how can i change that so i learn something and do it better next time uh -huh. so Start thinking in terms of um, the path that, you know, this will allow me to learn something useful for the future, mm -hmm. or at least not to do the same a second time mm -hmm. or a third. Sometimes we do it twice. <laughs> right. <laughs> so at least a third time. But think about uh, the learning and uh, how you can use it to um, go to a better place, to improve and, you know, that uh, growth ingredient that we said, we keep uh, growing and learning. And in order to learn and grow, 
you need to fail sometimes. There's no learning mm-hmm. if you don't dare, if you don't have challenges uh, that are bigger than you. So the, mm-hmm. you have to dare and then fail, go through the bad very quickly, and then, okay, what did I learn? How can I do, use these for, to do that better the next time? Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe how can I help others not to do the same thing? How can I use my, you know, my failures, my, my tr- struggles? Uh-huh. So others don't do the same. Like, you know, you're sharing with so many women, mm-hmm. uh, teaching them you know, the, the ingredients of success. That's fantastic. So at, at least help other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will make you feel much better very quickly to have that growth mindset uh, of, okay, life is learning all the time. And um, when you fail, it's because you're trying something valuable that's hard. Uh-huh. And it's probably not the first or the second time that you're going to succeed. Keep trying, keep learning, and it will, success will come. Fantastic. That's so insightful. So I know that our listeners love this question of what are the daily habits? So what is Sylvia's daily ritual that helps you in your success and happiness? Mm. Well, I love rituals. I have many, 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 um, Uh and I don't keep them, you know, I change sometimes. I don't do them all the time. Uh One of the things about happiness is that when we get used to something, Uh it loses the the charm. It loses the capacity to bring us happiness. So if you do the same thing every day, Little by little, we lose the effect to uh-huh. bring that joy or that moment uh, of happiness to you. So I vary a lot. I have lots of things that I love to do. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things that I really try to um, include in my routine is some time to exercise because mm. one of the things, you know, we're humans that we really need is exercise, whatever you call it. It can be walk, it can be um, running or yoga, but we really need it and we forget that our physical needs are uh-huh. very important. So I really try to include that. I try to sleep enough. Mm-hmm. We are depraved. Yes. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> We've never slept um, so little in this mm-hmm. century. It's, it's amazing. So really try to get a little bit more. I don't I'm, I'm still progressing on learning there, uh-huh. failing every day, but still <laughs> <laughs> progressing. Uh-huh. So I try to sleep more, a little bit more. And I also try to have some quality time with the people I, I love, with my husband mm. and my kids. I try to get away from everything that is going to interrupt the phone, the email, the temptation to open a book or anything I, I uh-huh. Get away from all temptations, and I try to really listen to them. Even you know, magical moments. Maybe it's five minutes or ten minutes, but those moments are precious. You really create bonding, and um, you know, you give mm-hmm. to someone the gift of listening, and that's quite powerful for them and for you. Yes. So those. Then I love a glass of wine and. <laughs> Yeah, love it. Yeah. like that. No, <laughs> some cheese. <laughs> but I vary very much. Yeah, I, I love that variety. I think for me is something that really does bring joy to me that, that you know, just that um, when I do try to do something and it, I do it too long or, you know, it does lose that joy or that edge. Yeah. Uh, so variety, I love that idea of variety, um, but also love the magical moments that you create as well. So I think those are beautiful um, in a sense. And, and then finally, you um, talked about keep growing, learn and grow. 
And, you know, we are in this business of really helping women accelerate their success, especially in the digital age. So what are some tips um, that you do in order to keep growing and learning? Like, what is it that you do to make sure that you're staying ahead of the curve and um, continuing to be successful? Well, we live in a, in a world right now where we have the privilege of having so many different sources to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. So I would definitely listen to your podcast. <laughs> that's, <laughs> Thank you. that's definitely, um, you know, I, I count on learning a lot there. But um, also, of course, reading this, you know, so many insights and things, uh, profound um, thoughts that you get from from reading. And when I mean, when I say reading, I mean anything you love uh, reading. It's not just about books and business and success and, and happiness and this or that that I, I read, but it's also the classical literature that mm-hmm. have, you know, if you love marketing, all the insights in marketing have been written before by um, Shakespeare and uh, Victor Hugo and uh-huh. others. So they were amazing. So read the classics, read the new book, uh-huh. read anything. Connecting the dots is one of the best ways to learn so yeah. everything counts is uh, if you get too narrow you get always the same kind of ideas being able to go into different fields whatever feels you know you like mm-hmm. the art uh, music different fields make you and your neurons create new connections and you're going to bring all that into what you do and you're going to be more creative mm-hmm. and successful so when I mean you know, when I say growth, I mean in every everything you like, and also trying things that you didn't know before that you would like. Trying mm-hmm. something new because of uh-huh. that variety, that's really good. Like I, I hate soccer; I don't like it. Uh-huh. But my husband is a fan of soccer, so uh-huh. he took me against my will once <laughs> <laughs> to watch a soccer match, uh-huh. and I cried. I. I had, did not expect such a burst of um, you know all those people together um, crying and and shouting for their team. That's an energy, and I'm very sensitive to, uh, to uh-huh. <laughs> that energy. And I you know the emotion overcame me, and I was really wow. Uh, I, I look at soccer with another with different eyes right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, even things that you you know like are not your favorites try them just try there, there will be probably something new there that you can bring uh, as an experience as a story that makes you who you are and yes. there's a little seed of a learning there that you will use eventually so be very open to the things that are around you they will all make you grow try new things enjoy different things um, and use anything like everything around um, videos tech talks um, mm-hmm. you know, podcasts and all that. That's so insightful. And again, it's that variety of just keep learning things that, you know, you don't think are aligned and you will find those connections. I think that is a fantastic um, piece. I mean, I remember my mother used to always tell me, don't knock it before you try it. Like, you know, and, and she would talk about anything from food to, like you said, a book or some sort of subject. Um, but you do find those connections or it sparks a new idea that you're like, oh, they did it this way. How can I incorporate it over here in what I'm doing? I think that is fantastic. It does create that creativity sometimes that um, brings just 
an expanded frame of reference. And I think that is such profound um, advice. Well, Sylvia, thank you so much for giving us your time. This has been such an amazing conversation. And I love the eight points, um, the eight tips on happiness. And I know that our listeners are going to be, um, you know, rewinding and listening and writing these down. Um, and I know that they're going to want to follow you some more and understand what it is that you do and, and learn more from you. So what's the best way for our audience to get in touch with you? Oh, well, I, I would love, you know, if they reach out to me, uh, you know, love to connect with women, men interested in this field. Um, so they can reach me at, um, well, www.philologic.com. Okay. They have my email there. Uh, my email is sg at philologic.com. Uh-huh. And also if they're interested about, um, you know, are they happy or not at work? We have in the website a free index of happiness at work that takes wow. into account all these ingredients. So uh-huh. are they living or experiencing these ingredients at work? Mm-hmm. There's a um, you know, free um, questionnaire that they can take online and they will get the results uh, directly into their inbox. So um, you know, if you're interested, um, you want to go and visit mm-hmm. Feel Logic, you'll find it there. Fantastic. We'll be sure to put your website and all that information um, on our show notes on our website. And again, thank you so much for your time. This has been a pleasure. To me too. Really, I had a great time. And uh, thank you so much for what you're doing. It's fantastic. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.